Welcome to the Wild Wisdom Podcast with Dr. Patricia Mills. I'm Dr. Patricia. This podcast is for people who want to transform their health, restore their hormones, and reconnect to their body's natural wisdom. Hi, I'm Dr. Patricia. I'm a Canadian medical doctor, published author, internationally recognized researcher, and passionate advocate for your health. Here, we'll explore the intersection between ancient wisdom and cutting-edge science, distilling the essence of true health into practical steps you can take. Wild wisdom is instinctive knowledge in action. Thanks for making this part of your day. Hello, and welcome to the Wild Wisdom Podcast. This segment has been taken from Thrive Thursdays with Dr. Patricia Mills. I hope you enjoy this episode, and here is Dr. Patricia Mills. Do you want an enjoyable menopause? If so, stay tuned because we're going to be going deep into a supplement called maca, which may very well change your life for the better. Hi, I'm Dr. Patricia Mills. I'm a specialist practicing in functional medicine, an internationally recognized researcher, and a passionate advocate for your empowered health. You are joining me live today for my Thrive Thursday episode. And this is where I go deep into super relevant health topics, disseminating the information in a way that's understandable and actionable. And if you want to join me live to ask your burning questions and have them answered, please join my free Facebook group for women called Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills. I look forward to seeing you there. And if you do join me live, please put in your name uh, so I can say hi to you and uh, give you a big shout out. So let's dive right in because today we're going to be talking about maca and menopause. And I can tell you right now that um, when I work with women and I have them um, start maca for various different reasons, you have to understand if this is something that's right for you, we will be going into that. The results can be phenomenal. And there's some really great research to back this up. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I'll also be talking about how can you use it, what kind to use, for how long, how safe it is, is it, and what results can you reasonably expect with maca. So first, let's cover what is maca. Now, this is very interesting. Maca is a root of a plant from um, the originally in South America in the Andes region. And this root was used traditionally for centuries now for various issues, including anemia, fertility, and female hormone, hormonal balance problems. It is um, part of the brassica family, so it's the same plant as uh, same as other plants like cabbage and mustard greens, arugula, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, um, a whole bunch of different ones that I'm blanking out on right now. There's so many of them horseradish and what's interesting is that you take the they take the root and they would grind it into a powder so dry it out and ground it into a powder and there's different kinds of roots now what's uh, very fascinating is that um, the reason that this has become of interest uh, more interest lately but have been, has been of interest for a while is that a lot of women are suffering in menopause what do I mean by suffering? There are changes that happen in menopause that can be quite natural. However, if you're experiencing uh, difficulties with hot flashes, night sweats, excessive sweating, irritable mood, low libido, problems with waking, problems with sleeping, all of these things, that might be for you an experience of suffering in menopause. And in my opinion, that is not necessary. 
there are ways to balance your hormones through menopause so that you can have an enjoyable menopause experience. The reason that women are looking for supplements like maca is because the traditional hormone replacement therapy that was studied in very large studies like the Women's Health Initiative that took women uh, who were postmenopausal and put them on estrogen and progestin therapy found that after five years of continuous therapy, the risk for um, bad health events went quite high, like breast cancer, uh, blood clots, strokes, heart attacks, you know, things that you really don't want happening. And even when they stopped those um, treatments, the risk of breast cancer remained higher than if you had not been on that treatment. Now, there's a lot of new research coming out on bioidentical hormones, and I'm watching those with interest. And if you are interested in that, please check out my YouTube video uh, called Would I, Dr. Patricia, Take Hormone Replacement Therapy? You might just be surprised at what I have to say there. However, my uh, ideal approach to any problem is to address the lifestyle factors and see if there's any targeted supplements that can work before going the medication route, if we can. Obviously, some health conditions, you really do have to get onto medications right away so you can survive in order to thrive. However, for menopause, it really is a whole body lifestyle approach. And if you, if that's not enough, then using things like maca could do the trick for you and prevent you from having to turn to um, more conventional hormone replacement therapy medications or even bioidentical hormones. So let's go deep into this because it is very, very interesting. What is fascinating about maca is that it is not a hormone itself and it does not even look like a hormone, behave like a hormone. This is different from the conventional hormone therapy, which, you know, you're given the hormone like the progestin or the estrogen that um, in the case of conventional uh, hormone therapy looks similar to our hormones, but not quite the same. And in bioidentical uh, hormone therapy, it's exactly like our hormones. That's why it's called bioidentical. Or even plants that have um, hormone-like molecules like phytoestrogens, which are commonly found in soy and flax. Maca does not look like hormone at all, and it doesn't even contain the building blocks to make hormones. The way it works is that when you take maca, the maca goes into the body and it stimulates the brain so that it communicates differently with the ovaries and adrenal glands to support a healthy production of hormones. Maca is called an adaptogen. It's in the adaptogen class of plants because an adaptogen, what it does, because it doesn't, because it isn't the hormone itself, because it acts on the brain to ovaries and adrenal glands communication to improve that communication, it adapts to the situation. So if you don't have enough hormones, it'll, uh, it'll help the body make more. If you have too much of the hormones, it'll help the body make less. If you uh, don't have a problem with your hormones, then it won't do anything. So that's why it's called an adaptogenic. And that's why I'm fascinated by maca, because for that reason alone, it is probably safer to take in the long term than hormone replacement therapy. Because if you overdo the hormone replacement therapy, you can end up with issues like cancer. 
So we're going to go deeper into MACA and the research on that to say, okay, that's research shows it does. And then does that translate to actually having a better menopause experience? And I think you're going to be really happy with this. So I am a published researcher and my bread and butter when I was doing this kind of research was to do systematic reviews, which means I would have a topic, for example, let's say I chose MACA for menopause, and I would look at all of the research, thousands of papers sometime, if necessary, depending on the question, to uh, answer this question, does MACA work for menopause and is it safe? And I would look through all these papers and I would systematically review and I would exclude the bad quality ones, include the good quality ones, and then make sense of the information either using statistics or um, tables and then writing it out so that uh, people like the doctors and people like you could understand and make sense of the information. That was my superpower as a researcher. And what I've learned is that one really good quality paper can cancel out hundreds of poor quality papers. So when you find one really good quality paper, you want to pay attention to that paper, to that study. So the good news is I found uh, first of all, when I looked at systematic reviews done on MACA for menopause, the interesting thing is that every study had a positive effect. So that's interesting. Every study had a positive effect. And focusing in on a very high quality study that was performed in 2006 by a group from Poland, and it was Masoner and colleagues, and it start, the title starts, Hormone Balancing Effect of Pre-Gelatinized Organic MACA. And the study was done in early postmenopausal women. So they had at least six months of not having had their period, their menstruation. The blood work showed that they were in, going into menopause, like the ovaries weren't producing enough estrogen or the estrogen production of the ovaries had gone down significantly. And um, there were signs that the brain was trying to communicate with the ovaries more as a result. So the FSH which is a hormone that the brain releases to communicate with the ovaries had gone up. Um, so it was like a, they really had nailed the diagnosis of menopause. And the age was between 49 and 48 years old. And they gathered women from five different centers in Poland to do a multi-center study. And what they did is they, um, basically they were looking for women who are very healthy with the exception of having menopause and menopause-related symptoms. So they they could not have a history of cancer to go into the study, no history of diabetes, hypertension, um, problems with um, heart attacks, um, bleeding from the vagina that might indicate a problem with like the uterus. So really, this was a very healthy population of women. What they And they used the very best study um, research method, that high quality research method, where they took the woman, randomly divided them into two groups the group that got the treatment, which was the maca, and the group that got the placebo, which was a pill that looked like maca, but didn't have maca in it, like a sugar pill. And both the, the women didn't know that what they were getting and the researchers didn't know what they were getting. So it's very high quality, what's called a double blind, two groups blinded to what the treatment was so that there would be no bias, like the researchers looking at and being like, I really hope the maca works. So they would tend to bias the results that wasn't possible because they were blinded as well as the women. What did they give in terms of the maca? They use uh, organic maca, which I think is great. 
Um, there's you can gelatinize maca or not gelatinize maca, so it was gelatinized. It's just a bit of preparation. It had three different types of roots in there. Um, so they they basically got roots from the Andean location to make the the maca. And they made capsules that were 500 milligrams each. Each capsule is 500 milligrams. And what the woman taking the maca, what they took was two capsules twice a day. So that all together with meals, four capsules for the day, which works out to two grams or 2,000 milligrams of maca per day. And they took it for three to four months. They had different kinds of studies they were looking at. And so depending on which group you were assigned to, you took it either for three months or for four months. And they performed really, really great outcomes. What they looked at was they did blood testing for hormones. So they tested the estrogen, uh, the progesterone uh, with a bunch of other things. They also tested blood um, cholesterol and um, triglycerides and the HDL, LDL, basically um, like a panel of your body health, which was a good thing that they tested that. And they delivered these very like commonly used in research questionnaires looking at the menopause experience. So problems with hat flashes and how severe, night sweats, problems with sleeping, all those kinds of things. So it's a very detailed questionnaire that they had these women complete. At, and they did this testing at the beginning, like be, before they took the, the treatment or placebo, and then every month. So month one, month two, month three, and month four, if they were in the four-month trial. Now, what I'm going to tell you right away is that what's fascinating about the results is that all of the benefits were seen after two months of being on the maca, which means that if you're going to try maca out for yourself, you got to commit to at least two months. And the women who didn't take the two pills, you know, twice a day, they were excluded from the study. So the results only apply for taking it very consistently every day, two tablets twice a day. Not to say you won't get results if you skip one or forget one. However, it may be that it takes longer for you to get the results longer than the two-month period. And what they started to see was that the estrogen levels at the two-month mark, the estrogen levels started to rise again. So in menopause, when women go into menopause, what happens is their estrogen levels are like this, and they start to decline. And that, plus a number of other things that happen, is what can trigger the menopause uh, symptoms like hot flashes and night sweats and those kinds of things. So these women had already gone down in their estrogen. And with the maca, the estrogen started to go up again. And not only that, but the estrogen got to a level at which the it, like researchers say, yes, this is a cutoff of like enough estrogen to support hormonal balance so you don't have menopausal um, symptoms. So it really like really made a difference in the estrogen levels. And their overall health got better. The, the cholesterol values got better, triglycerides, HDL, LDL, basically everything got better. And in terms of the questionnaires, the menopausal symptoms, I mean, it was actually quite significant. The hot flushes and the night sweats all got significantly better. And so did um, nervousness, difficulty, falling asleep, irritability, having a problem with being excessively alert. Like, you know, you almost can't fall asleep or, you know, you have like that racing thoughts. Lack of energy being the other thing. Some people have both or one or the other. Headaches, loss of sex drive or libido. 
depression and excessive sweating. Basically, the scores just got significantly better. Now, not everything went away for everyone. You're going to have your unique experience with maca. However, it, it, the results were um, impressive. I'm going to address two questions that you may have at this point in time, which is, well, is it safe? Actually, three questions. First, is it safe? In the four-month period, it was very, it was safe. Like no one had any dropouts because of side effects. The only dropouts were because they failed to show up for their appointment or they weren't taking it consistently. Um, and that was within a four-month period. So then the second question is, well, what if I want to take maca for more than four months? It's the same type of question that we ask about, like, how, you know, what if I want to take my bioidentical hormone therapy or conventional hormone therapy for longer than what is recommended? And the answer is that we don't know how safe it is to take it longer than what has been studied. In the traditional um, Peruvian, you know, in the Andes uh, medicine, they would take it for longer. However, they weren't documenting exactly how long it was taken and how safe it was. So what happens is that it becomes like a risk benefit, like becomes a question about your risk tolerance. So some people don't want to tolerate any risk. They'll take it for four months and then they'll stop because they are not sure about any problems with long-term issues. Other people will say, you know what? I'm feeling so fantastic on the maca. I don't want to stop it. The thought of stopping it makes me feel nervous because I feel so good on it. Why would I stop it? So in that case, that person may choose to continue to take it. And then what my recommendation is, if you're that person who chooses to continue to take it, you want to really look out for any signs of, um, you know, problems with the hormones being overstimulated, which would be in the case of what happened with the hormone replacement therapy, be indications of cancer or problems with your heart health, um, problems with blood clots, things like that. Now, as I said before, because maca is not a hormone, it is an adaptogen, which means that it stimulates your brain to um, ovary and adrenal gland communication. And the it's either like stimulating if it needs more or less if it needs less. In my opinion, it is probably safer to take something like maca longer term than it is to take something like a conventional hormone therapy longer term because it's not an actual addition of hormones to your system. However, again, you have to be the decision in this because no one can tell you with any certainty that it's safe or not safe because the studies for that duration of time just simply haven't been done. So how will I take maca? If I run into problems with um, menopause not being an enjoyable experience, and I've looked at all of my holistic health, right? Like, how's my stress response? How are my sugar hormones? How's my gut health? How's my toxins tolerance? And I feel like I've really optimized all of those, those things. And I'm still not enjoying my menopause. I will try the maca. And what I will probably do is I will take it for about four months, see if it works for me or not. If it doesn't work, obviously, I'll stop, stop it. If it does work, I'll continue. And around six months, I'll probably kind of start decreasing the dose to see if I can maintain the effects. So I'm sitting in a place where I'm happy with my menopause and I start decreasing the dose and I assess, do I still feel as good as when I did when I was taking the menopause? If I still feel as good, I'll keep decreasing the dose until I find that happy dose, which could be at one capsule a day or maybe none. Maybe I get down to no capsules and I'm good and the maca was a bridge to help me get through that perimenopausal period into menopause and I'm feeling great. However, if my body's telling me, you know what, you're doing great on four a day or three a day or two a day, I will stay on that and keep reassessing 
And maybe every six months or so, I would try that again, try decreasing the dose, seeing how I do. And then if that's not, um, you know, and if I'm doing great to, to decrease the dose, I will keep decreasing it. And if not, I will stay on the dose that works. And basically, it's like you're kind of figuring out what you need and when you need it. So you're able to be empowered in deciding how long you can take maca for. That is how I will approach maca. So I have an amazing question from a Facebook user. So it says, the study found a certain daily dose to be effective. I assume the dosage, dosage should be adjusted for those already on biohormone replacement therapy. Please comment. Thanks. What a wonderful question. Here's the thing. This study in particular did not have women who were on hormone replacement therapy. And if they had been, they had been off of it for at least six months. So this study does not address this question at all. And in fact, as far as I know, there isn't a study that does this. I have worked with clinicians, doctors, and in my own experience is that maca can be used as a bridge to slowly decrease the dose of the bioidentical hormone replacement therapy because the idea being that you're on the bioidentical replacement therapy presumably because you had a problem with menopause, let's say, and now you're feeling a certain way and you like the way you're feeling. So um, you probably wouldn't be adding maca onto that unless you were interested in decreasing the dose or getting off of your bioidentical hormone therapy and have maca be the thing that's supporting your hormones. In which case you would, um, this is me um, not telling you what to do, but this is me like if, if it were me and if I was on a bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and I wanted to see if I could lower my dose or get off of it, I would start the maca at the two grams a day. And after a period of two months or so, if I'm still feeling great, I would start to decrease my bioidentical hormone replacement therapy with the help of my prescribing doctor. You never want to do something like this uh, on your own. And if you are on um, hormone replacement therapy, whether it's conventional or bioidentical, and you're choosing to start your maca, I highly recommend that you notify your prescribing physician so that you can work together to interpret your body language because you need to understand, you need to have someone in your corner for if things come up as you're trying this new way of managing your menopause. I hope that this was helpful. Please let me know if it wasn't and put it in the chat in the comments because that was a great question. And I will continue to talk about which kind of maca should you try if you're gonna try it. And then I can answer your question um, once I'm done that. So what kind of maca, let's say you're, you're like, okay, you know what, I wanna try it. Let me, see how, um, let me see how this goes. What kind of maca should I try? Well, the one that was tried in this specific study is now marketed under the brand Feminescence. F-E-M-M-E-N-N-E-S-S-E-N-C-E, -S -S -E -E, feminescent. The thing is that it's sold through the U.S. And so you're either in the U.S. buying it, or if not, you're outside of the U.S., which means you have to ship it into your country. It may or may not come to your country. It's probably going to be expensive. And there may be some, um, there may be some, um, better options that you can purchase or equal options that you can purchase at home on your own. So at a local health food store or a local 
uh, or a company that ships to your country. For example, I live in Canada and there are some really high quality maca supplements I can get at my local health food store or through my online full script platform, which I have available for people to go in and check out my favorite supplements. I have put there one capsule sub, uh, maca supplement and one li liquid tincture supplement because some people like liquid and some people like the capsule. So I put some options there. If you need um, information about that full script uh, account, definitely reach out and let me know. And what I tell people is this, if you want to try the feminescence and it's accessible and affordable, then go for it. However, if you, if you want to try something local, more accessible and potentially more affordable, but still good quality, what you want to look out for is ideally something organic, if that's available. Um, you want it to be from a reputable brand, obviously. You want the dose to be similar to this study around the two grams per day. And you want to try it for about two to three months and see if you experience the effects that were seen in this study. That being the better, all the better menopause symptoms. If they, it doesn't work for you, then it may not be that maca it doesn't work for you. Maybe that particular brand, the way they prepare it, is it pre-gelatinized or gelatinized, right? All these different ways. Is it a capsule or a liquid? And then you might try another brand um, to see if you get a better effect. And that I find that usually by the time the person has done their first or their second trial, they're getting the effect that they want. And then for some people, they might say, you know what, I haven't gotten the effect that I want, so I'm going to try this feminescence one. And if after two months you don't have an effect with that, then you're probably, uh, you know, maca may not be the thing for you. It, your problem with menopause may be um, a, a different kind of root cause that is not improved with your brain communicating better with your ovaries and your adrenal glands. So maybe it's like a toxins tolerance problem, right? Maybe you have a problem with your gut health, so you can't even absorb the maca and make use of it. Maybe your stress response is so extreme that even maca can't overcome that by improving the communication between your brain and your adrenal glands. So there are many different reasons why maca may not work for you. And maybe it just doesn't have that interaction with the body that nature intended, which made it such an attractive plant that um, it has been used for centuries to help with these kinds of problems. And research, the research shows that it, it's not just ancient wisdom. It is research-backed science. It's gone from ancient wisdom into research-backed science, and now they both intersect, which is amazing. So I want to thank you for joining this uh, live or as a replay. Please save, share, and subscribe. Sharing is caring, and we need more motivated women like you who are attaining vibrant health so you can feel amazing and live the life you love. Congratulations on prioritizing your health today, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, Wild Wisdom with Dr. Patricia Mills. If you like this podcast, please take the time to like and subscribe. And please feel free to leave any comments and look below for the contact information if you want to connect with me directly. Thank you. And I hope you have a wonderful day, evening or night. Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for a professional care doctor or other qualified medical professional.
This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help in your journey, it is important that you seek out a qualified health practitioner. If you would like to work with Dr. Patricia for her expert health transformation guidance, please email her at info at drpatriciamills.com to book a discovery call. You can also find Dr. Patricia on Instagram at Dr. Patricia Mills and Facebook at Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills, MD. For access to all of Dr. Patricia's educational videos and more amazing perks, consider becoming a Patreon member. Links are in the description of this episode. It is important to have an expert in your corner that can help you make the changes you crave, especially when it comes to your health. Thank you.